0: All right, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's me, Tony the Kid. Thank y'all for joining us today. It's us, Just Us Rejects. Yes, this is the episode on the Reject Rundown. Uh, Just Us, we're going to be evolving this episode, particularly on Fastlane. WD Fastlane coming out for pay per view. Oh, my lord uh we don't have zach the mac with us today that is okay no problem but otherwise we got the rest of the crew here sg3 director rj sg3 say what's up
1: what's going on guys it's me it's me it's sg3 holding it down for fast lane getting ready get excited for later today and i'm going to hand it off over to the director the lisper the producer the man with many nicknames director rj hello
2: everybody i'm director rj
0: Oh my lord. Okay, yes, wow. that was Director RJ. Wow, wow. I appreciate that little slow one right there, but that's wow. okay. I appreciate I was that. expecting
1: hype because it's fast. <laughs> hey, it's, it's it's just does rejects. But,
2: uh, just those rejects. We're kicking back. We're relaxing. I agree. I agree. I we agree. just had a moment of truth oh. with Tony the Kid who went up. On Golly. The-
0: that last episode we did on the uh, on, uh, Justice League Snyder Cut Review, if y'all haven't heard, listen to it. It's going to be phenomenal. And yes, I went off on a little rant. Normally, Tony the Kid doesn't do that, but this time and around, then I had to.
2: You Dave back SG3 went off on the Bears. That yeah. is true.
0: So lately, we have been doing our little rants, and I think we're chimed in on time frame. We gotta show our passion and our extent. Okay. Time
2: to Let it go.
0: That is true. Now with this time, with this card, uh, it is coming out fast lane for sure. WWE. I think it's the next pay per view before WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yes. Are there gonna be any uh, surprise things that are gonna be happening up? Do you think, George R.J.?
2: No, no. I think this paper is just uh, like, letter, yeah, special gotcha. type of thing. I'd be surprised if they do any big thing, knowing that WrestleMania is coming up. Right, right, so right. I think it's just to set up your paper record for WrestleMania. Sounds good. What about you, actually Three?
1: I think that then, well, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna be just a devil's advocate because I, I am that. Yes, yeah. said that one on this show. Uh, Daniel Bryan is gonna be in the main event of WrestleMania.
0: Yeah. Oh, he, he's going to.
1: I, I predict that.
0: Very good. Okay. Now, when it comes to Bobby Lashley, he is our reigning WWE champion at the moment right now. Oh, my lord. <laughs> uh, I guess you could say, was it the right move to place him as the WWE champion before no. WrestleMania at the moment right now? I mean, it was kind of of a crazy sequence that happened. When it came to the last pay-per-view, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, Elimination Chamber.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right?
0: Him losing it. Drew McIntyre losing the title. Bobby Lashley steps in the next day on Raw, wins the title. And it all now it's starting
2: to kind of momentally build up. George, RJ? It's a good move and a bad move. mm mm-hmm. Bad move if you thought that people were going to boo Bobby Lashley. True. People are all happy that Bobby Lashley finally got that title that he deserved for a long time.
0: I agree. I did. Thought those two.
2: So now, my my question to you, WWE, is, okay, Bobby Lashley is getting cheered. Uh, Drew McIntyre will probably get cheered. True. Are you still going to try to make Bobby Lashley a bag? I know that he's getting more face heat than heel heat walking into this pay-per-view.
0: Good question. I would.
2: But how? Fans are all over you now.
0: The Austin issue. Mm -hmm. I would have to put it in that perspective because in that sequence of why fans were gravitating towards him was because he was the bad guy. For some reason, we were liking that bad guy more than the good guy at the moment now. So for that extent... Yeah, they're gonna be behind Bobby Lashley right now because they like, I guess you could sit there and say they like what the direction what they're trying to do, and that's why they're kind of getting momentum in there. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think they should change that perspective just yet because regardless, Drew McIntyre is on that role of being the good guy, but also being the good guy to the extent of I'm not letting the bad guy thinking that he's better than me type of standard. So especially what the the sequence that happened, um, Monday Night Raw, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Where you he... called them the bald headed B word. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, I thought that I thought that was freaking hilarious. Love that one. I'm glad we shared that. So that was good. XC3, what do you think? Who Bobby actually being the champion?
1: I think it's good but it's bad at the same time to go along with them. Mm-hmm. Cause you're basically it's it's a Segway championship. True. If I was you, I would honestly have Bobby keep it.
0: What, have him have keep it after the fast
1: lane? I don't know. No, no, I would have him keep it after WrestleMania.
0: After WrestleMania.
1: I get the fact that you want Drew McIntyre to win in front of fans. I completely get it because you want people to have that real feel because they, they right. the guy that deserves it. How am I putting the guy down? The guy doesn't deserve it. Right. In however, front of fans. Right. However, yeah. though, people have been waiting longer for Lashley to hold the belt than they have been for McIntyre. I'm probably incorrect here, but I feel that fans, and this goes back to his first run with WWE when he broke through the master lock.
0: Yeah. That's why? when they
1: were like, dude, you got to put the ball on this man.
0: Which is why he's using that now.
1: Hey, he's using that. Well, the Hurt Lock now. Yeah, <laughs> the Hurt Lock now. Right, correct. Yeah. But um, at this point, though, I feel that, listen, you have two big behemoths. Mm-hmm. Have Lashley keep the title from, from Elimination Chamber to SummerSlam.
3: Yeah.
1: Have him lose at a SummerSlam to McIntyre. I completely would understand that. You now have given the fans what they wanted. Mm-hmm. The fans are warmed up to it. But the one thing that I could just say, don't overbook the matches. Mm-hmm. Have one match at WrestleMania, one match at SummerSlam. Not every match in between.
0: <laughs> Agreed. Just
1: one match, one match, that's it.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Because at that point, it's like, cool. It's not a, too much of a good thing. It's not too much. It's just, it's still hot. It's still fresh. Like a pan pizza. Comes out of the oven, still hot and fresh. Right <laughs> to eat it.
0: And nice and tasteful. Yep. I agree with you. Very good. Now, Drew versus Sheamus. No lie. I think before the All oh, Jump Street, when they did the Elimination Chamber, when we uh, did the review or uh, whatnot, the Elimination Chamber, I had stated that the dramatic fight sequence or the wrestling sequence between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus was by far the best thing that happened within that elimination chamber. No, we can all agree on they have, they had, in that moment, they had great chemistry. And if they were to build off of that as title, uh, somewhat of, let's say, Sheamus trying to contend for a championship, that would have been phenomenal. And thus far, they've been giving us phenomenal matches. Now, with that being said, could that be setting up a bigger feud at WrestleMania, SG3?
1: I feel at this point, they've already, they've already kind of overbooked it. it die down a bit, and then come back. Gotcha. Or, you know what? If they don't book it from here until Mania, gotcha. it's a different conversation. But if they continue to book it, yeah, no, just just
2: wait till after Mania. Yeah,
0: yeah, I feel you in that. Dr.
2: I kind of agree with that, basically. I, I agree that you don't want to overbook something that even though they have good chemistry, right. you don't want to have them face off oh, time at the time at the time at the time again.
1: Mm-hmm. WWE messed that up with Shinsuke Nakamura
2: and AJ Styles. I'm done. I'm Freak sorry. Here. I agree
1: with that. I just had to turn you, that in. I agree in with The
2: reason because it wouldn't make sense if they were to go time after time again. Mm-hmm. If one man got the win over the other. But if you're going to have the other guy win and win and mm-hmm. win and win. And you're like, oh, he overcame the odds. Well, he did the last time. But he overcame them again. Well, how? If he's been beating them. No, it's oh, time for a- but if you build it up to a point where, like, okay, this pay-per-view, you know, Sheamus lost, 2-1. Mm-hmm. A few months later, Sheamus wins. Right. You start building a feud based on the fact that these two guys are just giving each other all they got. Right. And you can't really have a single winner. True. This was what used to build up your hull and Cell matches.
0: Definitely.
2: Like, think of uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. <laughs> oh yeah, they were back to back all the time until so they finally went to Hall of Sol, They settled that fight. Yep. Um Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, Undertaker and Mankind, all these feuds all build up back and forth match win after win and loss after loss, true. Leading to what Han of was, yeah. Which is you know the final finishing finishing point. That's right. why the girls' Han of matches have been good because. The girls they've been back and forth against each other true and the guys have always been the same scenario every time john cena overcomes this guy like a thousand times roman mm-hmm. reigns overcomes that guy a thousand times yeah it's time for w to start looking wwe to start looking at the fact that we're getting tired of stale bread over mm-hmm. and over again we want mm-hmm. some fresh bread like sg3 said we want it out of the oven we want Fresh feud here and there, but come back to that feud later on as it develops.
1: Yes, that
2: was one thing that
1: everyone still loves about the rock and the rock Austin feud was that it developed
0: it developed into a feud. you had the it, the thing, the, the dramaticness, the promos, all that developing into the climax.
2: I mean, after 18, they didn't fight each other until, like, more closer to 19. Mm. Well, it's not just that, though, but I'm
1: just saying, though, like, in general, if you look at it, the first time they faced, they didn't fight again until the next one, and then they didn't fight again until the next one.
0: They had their own storylines with other people. Mm-hmm. Plain simple. And let's say, okay, fine, in the tag team match, whatever have you. But even at like that, that was very, that was more like an underground match just because, for the fans. Yeah. They're up. Agreed. So, I guess before we end, end the end Bass line review, who do you think is going to steal the show? George RJ? George
2: Seamus. Huh? John Seamus. John
1: Sheamus? Okay. SG3? Daniel Bryan. Ooh. <laughs> Who's he going against? Robin Reigns. Mm hmm. Holy crap. Really? That's why The one I think is going to steal the show, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Notice, I did not say the other guy. I just ah, got to but, but, no but
0: but you gotta mention my guy. All right, dog. You gotta mention Roman Reigns because
1: if Whoa. it wasn't for Roman Reigns, how can Daniel Man How can Whoa. Whoa. Daniel Roman Bryan
0: Ryan. have a type of match that he's gonna have?
1: Daniel Bryan can, can wrestle a broomstick and still make him more entertaining than wrestling Roman Reigns.
0: But if A-K-A, it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for that name, would he have that impact? Well,
1: okay, yeah, like I he said. Had. Like I said, Daniel Bryan, Coruscating Broomstick, Judge R.J., J. I didn't, I, I didn't ask that
0: question to you, man. You can time off on this one, okay? 2 <laughs> J. would he would have the same thing?
1: Yes, because once again, I'm going to repeat what I said before. Daniel Bryan, a Broomstick, and he would have a more entertaining match than he would against Roman Reigns. Can you watch Roman
2: Reigns against a Broomstick? I just wanna. Can you? Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. No, no, you can't. Can. No, what you, can. are you gonna
0: do? He's gonna break it in half and be like, oh, I'm
2: a big guy.
0: I'm a ball guy. That's hmm.
2: all. They're oh. gonna sit there and watch him and be like, okay, cool. Oh, Brian no. would make that broomstick look like he almost beat him. <laughs> make a comeback. Put that broomstick in a submission lock and make that broomstick tap pie. we We'd be like, oh, crap, you made a broomstick type.
0: <laughs> because he's gonna be like, I lost a straw. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so stupid,
1: So. That's that's your answer. All right, all
0: right. That's the that's the match of the night. You guys looking out for the issue three guys, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, but also no, going no, for no, Daniel no. Bryan.
1: No, 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 I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not looking out for that match. I'm looking out for Daniel Bryan's performance. Please get that right.
0: <laughs> got you. Dr. R. J. Got Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. That's going to be the match of the night. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you on that one. I'll actually go with that too as well with the Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I think they're going to see the show. My perspective, just because of what was in the Luminous Chamber, and throughout these last few series, I think they're going to kind of push the envelope just a tad bit more and do something differently than what we have seen throughout RAW. So I'm that. Now, moving forward, and with Lane, we'll be checking that out for sure, and we'll do a review next week on that, for you guys. But this past week, we had a Stone Cold Appreciation Day. 316, if I'm not mistaken, was Tuesday,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and no lie, WWE was doing a lot, a lot of rem- reminiscences of Stone Cold in his career. Now, first question is, um, where does Stone Cold rank on your top top
1: WWE wrestlers? Top ten. Top ten? Not top five, but top ten. Top,
0: not top five, but top ten on issue three. What about you? Director R.J.
2: I have to say top five. Top five? The reason why is because kind of like Kurt Angle, he pretty much made his career off a broken neck. Well,
0: uh, broke. broken neck. You
2: get at the own heart. I'm thinking, I mean, if you look at the fact that when he started his title run, there mm-hmm. he had neck complications.
1: Who? Kurt Angle? Austin. I Austin. Austin? Yeah, dude. Oh, wow, that's true. Austin did have complications in his
2: neck after uh-huh. when he wanted to, the belt. True. True. And look at all the bumps he's taken afterwards, kind of courting, you know, mm-hmm. all the matches he's been through. That's true. That's dedication from somebody, dude. Who, mm-hmm. So I think one is dedication that he's had to his craft. Okay. His storytelling, he pretty much really changed the industry as it is now. That is true. That is true. So there, I'll probably rank them within my top five. Now you Tony, where do you put him?
0: Uh, on my rank perspective of the Stone Cold, I'll put on number two. Number two? Number two on my list. On my perspective, top rank list. Because I would always, as you guys all know, a freaking Sting fan. And I'm going to keep him as number one. Is by far my favorite wrestler in the wide world. Period. Hands down. Number two, I'm going to have to put Stone Cold Steve Austin. He is my second favorite wrestler in the whole wide world. So, yes, he's on my route much more number two. All
2: right.
0: So, I'll put that in perspective. Now, let's say, for instance, one good question I wanted to ask you guys because of what was going on in his career. What if, I guess you'd say, if Stone Cold Steve Austin, his character, had never became successful, perspective, would WWE survive the Monday Night Wars? Do you think SG three?
1: No, honestly, you know what? Probably like later on, but not not as fast as they did. And here's why: mm-hmm. because if you think about it, when Austin like really unleashed the character and was Austin three hundred and sixteen, like it really helped the Monday Night Wars because you were just more interested in like, and basically Austin doing what. Ninety point ninety nine point nine percent of America wants to do which is beat up their boss. That's true That is true. (laughs) So when he did that it was like, oh my goodness, you live in my dream, dude I want to see this. (laughs) That is true. Yeah Um, just to basically, by the way, completely random fact, but to most people that wonder Austin did whack him with the pan. There was not a practice There was not a uh, I hit him with the soft spot. No, Austin <laughs> said it. McMahon told me, hit, hit me with him. the pan. Doesn't matter if I bleed, whack me. So Austin hit him with the pan.
0: And hey, come on, that was by far the funniest scene hey, ever. My
1: brother seen it, he cracked up at it. Thank and you. And he's on a wrestling fan. Good, good job,
0: Danny, good job. Because no lie, when I watched that, when I was watching it live at that time point, when you were watching live on Monday Night Wars, that scene itself had me, my mom, my brother, Zach, the Mag, actually, when he was young enough too, as well, cracking up. That was by far one of the coolest, coolest promos or not? Let's say promos skits they did. Oh, you know, RJ. It's always me after him. You
2: never go before us. I... Right, I'm sorry. So, yes. so think,
0: go ahead, you go. No, well, as far as what Stone Cold? Yeah. My, what? What? What have won the Bunny Net Wars?
2: <clears throat> um. I gave Tony the kid a hot tag, by the way. I was like, "Hot tag, get in." There. No, that's cool. That's good. I appreciate that.
0: Um, no, I don't think Monday. I don't think WWE would have been successful like they would have without Stone Cold Steve Austin, because regardless at that standpoint, their pinnacle point and their main wrestler, like what WCW was doing for Hulk Hogan, was making him the 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 main focus. In that industry, at that time for, and even at that in NWO, um, WD was doing the exact same thing for them. And if it wasn't for Stone Cold and and him kind of breaking out and feeling comfortable for that character and just improving that character, they would have never been successful. Yes, you would have probably gave us these, uh DX. Yes, you probably would have gave us the Rock or the Nation of Domination and whatnot, but. If you did not have that character to give you the... I'm going to fight against the boss. I'm going to um, drink beer on live TV. I'm going to go against Mike Tyson face-to-face. I'm going to go against Shawn Michaels, who's been the previous champion in a greater form or format. You would have not been successful. You would have gotten so close. But WCW, I think, would have outbid you at that point. So... Yes, I, I would have to agree they would have never survived. George RJ, what yeah. about you?
2: Okay, finally, I get to go last. Yes. All right, so my opinion is yeah, I agree. He WWE would have struggled hard, and the reason why is because when the attitude era was coming in, yeah. they couldn't have the attitude era if it wasn't for one moment, one key moment that built it up. Yeah. Austin Burhart, WrestleMania 13.
0: Which is phenomenal. The head bleeding, the submission, not giving up.
2: Yep. If it wasn't for that, we would have kept that good guy overcomes the odds deal thing that we're having now, mm-hmm. that we have with John Cena, that we have with Roman Reigns. Thank you. Austin wasn't the good guy. He was just out there kicking ass. Exactly. And we, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going
0: to say, as far as Bret Hart, no life Without that match, I would have not even known about Bret Hart, besides the fact that my mom thought he was
2: the gorgeous
0: man in the world to her.
2: At that moment. Your mom just became one of my famous, favorite persons ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be Bret honest. My mother's
0: top three wrestlers as far as who she would rather have a relationship with. Number one being Bret Hart. Number two, definitely being Stone Cold. Number three being the Undertaker. Those, were, those would always be her top three. So as far as at that moment when they face against each other, Bret Hart and Stone Cold, I would have not known about Stone Cold, nor would I have known about Bret Hart. Well, I would have because the first image I saw and the first match that I saw Bret Hart was Bret Hart versus Ric Flair at uh... WCW. No, WWE.
2: Was,
0: yeah, a house
2: show.
0: I I don't know. I think it was actually WrestleMania. Or it was a pay per view because I remember for I remember my grandfather ordering that pay per view because. I had my grandmother loving Bret Hart, and I had my mom loving Bret Hart. Uh, no, my my grandmother loving Ric Flair, sorry to say that, and my mother loving Bret Hart. So I had my grandma versus my mother head-to-head Ooh. and seeing who would win. So I don't, I can't per se say which WrestleMania nor pay-per-view on that, but if we can look on that deeperly, but that would be my first – Introduction to Bret Hart And I think at that moment regardless it's Still just an introduction but the meaning Behind Bret Hart was the Stone Cold Match so I'll give you that one Yeah
2: that after that you know Stone Cold became that driving force But he wasn't your hero At all he was Correct. like just an anti guy Going out there kicking doing what he had To do just to be at the top Of the industry which is what everybody wishes They could do yeah Austin's like You know I want to be the champion Shawn Michaels have it. Okay, I'm going to go kick Shawn's butt. Win the belt. That's correct. It wasn't like, oh, I'm coming after Sean because, you know, I want to be the next big guy. Mm-hmm. It's my time now. No, it was like, hey, man, you want you got that belt. You better get ready to defend it. If not, Thank I'm just about to go you. stun you. I'm going to stun that guy. I'm going to stun the other guy.
0: Which I think you can sit there and say is what's missing in nowadays industry is the the meaning behind the belts. The driven force on why you want to become a champion. I think back then, actually, three, I think you can kind of chime in on this one as far as the meaning behind the belt back then. Did it? The meaning behind a championship belt, was it more important back then than it is today?
1: It weighed more. It weighed definitely a lot more than what it did now because back then it was like you were showing that you were the best basically behind the, the, the industry's best. Mm-hmm. Now it's we're spoon fed. The best, aka Roman Reigns. Um, hey, oh,
0: no. hey, I want you all let now. I mean, I no. think ever since he changed it to the evil version, I think he I got the belt right
2: away. That. But what, what
0: and has, so, what his character have been more dynamic without it?
2: It was already not dynamic
0: without it. Oh, uh, go go. We'll, we'll, we'll say that for another. Day. So, yes. you guys are assholes. Sorry.
1: Once <laughs> again, I say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, because <laughs> <Check. laughs> look at if you look at it, Raw did it right. Raw waited to make Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. champion, but no, we had to make Roman Reigns champion right away. Yeah, because so,
0: Samoa injury. It's Samoa.
1: Mahalo. To, Mahalo. Yeah, because good. Rikishi had a big ass. Doesn't matter. Yokozuna had a bigger ass. <laughs> yeah, they
2: so was into the evil thing. was pretty good as a bad guy. Yeah, a at
1: that moment, yeah,
2: he was more into,
0: I want to dance with people. So, that's just it. But I, I get what, you, I get what so, you're trying to say.
1: At that point, one more time, I feel that the belt weighed more, and it wasn't just because you sold merchandise. No. Oh. Because you. um Because you. No, because you have a bunch of teenage, because you have a bunch of teenage teenage fans yelling for you that you didn't get the belt. Mm-hmm. John Cena is like another one that he got the belt a lot of times. I was like, why do you have the belt again? That is facts. Randy Orton has gotten the belt a bunch of times. Why? Do that you that have is the belt? facts. Why do you have the belt again? That is facts. Um, yes. I mean, there have been people that is like, why do you have the belt? Which I mean,
0: made no sense. There's no proper buildup.
1: I feel that, like I said back in the day, the belt weighed more than what it does now. The belt meant something more than what it does now. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel that the industry has forgotten what the belt meant. Mm-hmm. That's why I said what I said right now. Yeah, and I will always be bashing Roman Reigns. So no, that's fine uh, too. So I, I will always ahead.
0: continue our arch rivalness, SG three.
1: Go ahead, but.
0: Which is ridiculously weird, how we can have a dislike in characters as well as teams, but yet we were the greatest tag team ever in our own reject run rejects uh, wrestling industry family. Yeah.
2: yeah, actually, it's called Reject Run Down Wrestling. That's true. Way.
0: Yes, if so, y'all didn't know about our history, uh, Su Three and I. Well, let me do it because. Oh, okay, okay. I'll let y'all. You, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll give you that moment right so, now because it's okay. a wrestling type of thing. Yes.
2: A long time ago, me, Mommy. uh, 20 Kid, uh, SG3, and a whole bunch of my to friends, you which know, is family also, oh. called the Rejects. That's why we're called the Reject yes. It's based on our, uh, like our town, uh, friendship that we grew up with. So, <laughs> a long time ago, I used to do these, like, me and my friend G Money, uh, kind of like a brother to me, G Money, shout out to you. I just did, like, the Zachatech shout out, you know, G Money, mm-hmm. shout out to you. So, me and G Money, we, uh, I used to tell him that after a few pay per views, me and my cousin, uh, who rests in peace, is up in heaven right now, Jose Peps. Peps Love My it to brother die, Tony die. and my cousin Hugo, and Tony the kid's dad, Alberico. Now, before we move on to that,
0: Peps, and this is, I'm going to give you a chime light on this one. Peps, as a young little man, young little boy, you were my idol when it comes to style, your presence and clothing. Your image and how you present yourself as a man. At that moment in my life. I wanted to be like you. I wanted to dress like you. I wanted to embody you perspective. You're a funny guy. You were outgoing. You were friendly to anybody that was around you. You gave me respect for being the younger man of the group that was with the rejects. And... The look and the presence you came when it came to being on about. You had to coordinate your shoes with your upper body T-shirt or your your nice button-up shirt that you had to your image to how you smell, how you look, how your hair was. And to this day, I'm gonna tell you right now, my standard on how I dress myself is to that standard. So Peps, rest in peace. I would have loved to, at the moment right now, see how you are. I would love to have you see how my family is. And I would love to see how you are, see where I'm at in my life. So, I would, at the moment right now, I would like to say rest in peace to Peps. And I appreciate you, uh, Director RJ, for bringing them up. And I'm going to give you respect to that so, moment right
2: now. here's but, the thing that nobody knows. Is that when I started doing this wrestling thing, it wasn't even an idea. Uh, me, my cousin Peps, my brother Tony, Hugo, and Alberico. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, not Alberico. was just Hugo. Betty. Um, my cousin Betty. Uh, so Betty wasn't part of it. I'm sorry, Betty. But uh, one time we watched WrestleMania 14, Shawn Michaels' title right? where which he one? lost his belt to Austin.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
2: So yeah, Hugo gets a craving of wanting to play a game, a dode game, which still had Bret Hart in a minute. Yeah. And so right away we called Chavita SG3. We're like, hey, uh, SG3, can we go borrow the the belt? SG3's like, no, nah, you know what? The only way I'm going to let y'all borrow the belt is if you guys come over here and play the game at the house I can watch oh. y'all play. So I was like, okay, SG3 witnessed that day that my cousin Pets walked out with the championship belt. So The first main event of Reject Run Down Wrestling history mm-hmm. was me, Tony... Peps and Hugo going in a four-way match with Peps walking out over Tony in a match. Mm Mm-hmm. SG3 saw that. But we had several afterwards. So, (laughs) second year... Oh, no, it was WrestleMania 15, sorry. So, second year WrestleMania 16, we had the same match again. Mm Mm-hmm. Same family members, Mm -hmm. but that was the last year Peps ever played with us. He Mm -hmm. passed away that year of 2000 of August. Yeah. So... As time progressed, I was talking to uh, G-Money one day, and I told him about how me and uh, Pep's had, you know, Tony and Hugo, we had these matches after the pay-per-view and, like, you know, those for title belts and all that. So, G-Money's like, okay, let's do it. I'm like, what? He's like, let's do these matches for the title belts. Mm. So, I guess G-Money knew I had something of, uh, like, passion because of how I, you know, when past passed away. I always miss playing for the belt and being champion. Uh-huh. So Jamie Money's like, "Let's do that." So I was like, "Okay," but you know, we need friends to be able to do it. Uh-huh. Jamie Money's like, "Okay, I'll talk to uh, JB and Mark and Dennis. Uh, rest in peace, Dennis." Uh-huh. So we'll talk to him, and I was like, "I'll ask Alex. I'll see if Anthony could join, and Tony, my brother, and Chavita. I'll see if I could get them all for WrestleMania." You are. You were S G three. Uh, oh S G three, sorry. It's just right now I was living the moment. Yeah. So I you know, I called Tony the Kid, I got S G three. Uh we all like I booked a match for everybody and on that pay per view. I created a booking with uh G Money. Mm hmm. For WrestleMania where me and G Money were like main eventing it. It was like friend was just friend for the belt. Uh as time went on, these belts started meaning more to all of us were
0: It held it straight up,
2: and in one of those years, um, my cousin Alex had no challenges at all for the tag team belt because JB and Mark. I am sorry, guys, I am just now. JB, Mark, and Dennis were like, we weren't gonna show up to pay per view if you keep booking us in a tag team match. (laughs) JB and Dennis were like, you know, we should be in the title picture, and I was like. In my mind I was like, I know, I just don't know why I never booked the only one. So I put mm. JB in one, I put Dennis in one, and I put Mark in a kind of title picture. Mm-hmm. But now I needed somebody to face Mike and Alex in a texting match for the texting belts. And I had no teams at all. So that day Anthony's just hanging around watching tape, watching uh hanging at his house. It wasn't uh, even a pay per
0: view. No. We were hang- we were actually at the pay per view. Oh, really? Yes, we were at the pay-per-view, and we were enjoying the pay-per-view, and you guys, you already had the match card. I was in a, a oh. Royal Rumble or a Battle Royal type of standard of a
2: match. You were in a hardcore championship.
0: And that was it. I lost. I agree. I lost in that one, my perspective, and I was just sitting around enjoying the pay-per-view. So, yes. And from ST3
2: there. had nothing going on at that time. También. Because I couldn't pick him, because I didn't think he was going to come over. That is true. So he shows up and he's just chilling out there, and I'm just like, all right, um, SG3, uh, I need you to come with me real quick. So I was like, SG3, meet Tony the kid. Tony the kid, meet SG3. I was like, guys, I need y'all to do me a favor. Y'all never met before. We
3: haven't
2: met before. I never thought y'all did. I know. It's okay. Y'all never teamed up before. That is true. Yes. And I was like, I need to feed these guys some tag team. I don't care who they beat but that is fine. I'm gonna feed them to uh I was like I'm just gonna feed them to Alex and Mike and wish them the best of luck. By the way, <laughs> do you guys hear the fact that he had no faith in us?
0: Thank you. And, and, and the fact and the fact that Mike and uh what's it called? Alex, the so called great, uh were
2: somewhat the
0: best tag team
2: at that moment ever. So Alex and Mike, they come on they're like, Well since Mark and J B forfeit, we're not gonna put our belts on the line. I was like, no, no, no! I got a tag team for you. Uh, I got SG three and Tony the Kid teaming up to take you guys on for the world titles. Alex is like, okay, fine, yeah, we'll beat them right away. Oh, yeah! So they go out, have a tag team match. I'm over there in the living room, like, damn, I feel bad for these guys. Next thing you know, it all here is one, two, three celebration. Tony the Kid, SG three, walk out, new tag team champions. Off of a one-day bucking. Actually,
1: why don't, why don't we ask the most important question after that?
2: How many times did we lose? Not once, actually. I, I agree, you guys. And, and To this, this day, to see-
0: this day, to this see- freaking day, we, we are under see- freaking defeated, Under freaking defeated. You can sit there and say, at the moment, Alex, if you want to sit there and say, you and Mike, have, are somewhat the greatest tag team? Did nope. you do you have a losing record on your standard? Yep. Mm, uh, yes, you do. As far as me and SG three, nope. Do we have a
1: losing record on our standard? We never lost. Never lost. We
2: had. A you more,
1: guys are pretty much the reigning champions. We had. We had. We are not the champions of nothing. We are the actual champions because we never lost them. We never. We lost. never gave them up. We got them back, and then. Let's, put, that, that, hey,
0: let's put this <laughs> way. Let's put this way. <laughs> We are the Michael Jordan of the Taxi <laughs> division. division. Thank you
1: very much. We are the Kareem. Did we lose? No, you know what? We're not even the Michael Jordan. We're the Kareem. At oh, the that's, fine, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'm, all, I'm cool with that.
0: Even though I'm you know, a Michael Jordan fan, but I'm cool with that. Because
2: regardless, you win a lot,
0: you never lose any.
2: No, You know what made me laugh about that the most? Again, you know, rest in peace to our, our boy Dennis. Okay, so Dennis and Mert didn't want to do it anymore. They were tired of being in the but the minute you guys win, they're like, okay, we want to challenge you guys right away. So they went in.
1: Everybody wanted to challenge. <laughs> Thank right you. Away. Every, every single
2: body. Every combination you could think of kept going in there. Against we had
0: Ernie, we had G-Money and Mike. We had G-Money and Alex the Great. We had John. Ja, we had Director RJ. And Mike. And <laughs>
1: Mike.
2: I never think that would Mike. Yeah, for that
1: match you did. Yeah. But we're telling you. Yes. everyone came at us. Yes, there was, yes even you did. teams that even 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 you would say people who can't even beat you, people who are better at the game single player. We're going to team up. We're going to take you guys on.
0: No lie. even yes. you. Even I went, remember even
1: went with, with your brother Tony. Yes, that he was and,
0: and at that, I was more worried for you because of the fact that how Tony, how your brother Tony deal. How basically, how more.
2: But do you guys remember Burkle. how you guys won that match,
0: though? Yes. And that's only because of
2: miscommunication on no. your ends. I pay back Tony and let y'all pin him. <laughs> Five,
1: miscommunication. Because eventually, Tony just talks enough a lot of trash where it gets on you know, him. But then he, are, probably,
0: he probably picked one of his other guys. He's like, oh. He, had like, he? he, he team, had like six different versions of his 10, character.
1: Ten. Ten? Who's
0: counting?
2: So, we were teaming up. And we're out there. We are winning. It's crazy. And we're about to get the win. And Tony yes. does something. And I'm like, okay, a mistake. Yeah. Tony does it again. And I'm like, oh, okay. I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. So... He's about to get the win on you guys again. So here we are trying to like, you know, he wouldn't let me get the pin. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he wants to, you know, get the pin on you guys because he <laughs> kept losing before. He wants to have that authority. Yeah. So he gets in. He's about to pin you. I'm just like, boom, payback. Cheta comes in. I'm like, I'll just show you how fast this could have been. Boom, payback. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead, Tony. Pin him. <laughs> so Tony kid goes and pins Tony. And yes, I did. We lost that match. Let's put it this way.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there on I'm gonna put it out there on mainstream media as well as in the atmosphere. Tony, Theo Tony, um I don't know if you knew or not, but regardless at the end of the day, I'm actually undefeated against you on Fight Night. Now, I know that's a different perspective of our show, of sports. But speaking of competition, on greatness, when it comes to me and SG3, I have to put that out there because I would love to challenge you one more time.
2: In a fight night
0: game? an actual fight night, one-on-one. Yeah, you I have agree. never beaten me one-on-one, nor have you beaten me in a tag team match. That's
2: so. interesting.
0: I'm going to put that challenge out there for between you, Tony, Uncle Tony, in my perspective. So the challenge is out there. And if you have the time to accept as well as the energy,
2: I'm waiting for you. But go ahead, George RJ. So that's why it was funny that when I booked that tag team, I mm-hmm. do apologize Gail. No, don't apologize because
0: no no matter what, we came out top,
2: baby. We came on top as the
0: and the best
2: ever. (laughs) Honestly, I didn't. team in the world when I because Alex and Mike were beating everybody. I threw at them. I agree. Yes, they were. Yes, you guys were like just fresh out of the oven, like you know, just baked out there, like right at the instant because I had nobody. Mm -hmm. You just lost your belt. He just got there. I was like, oh, you, you know, uh, you want to be in the tag team with Tony the Kid? And he's like. Uh, sure. sure. sure man. I was like, Tony Kid, you want to be a Texas You were like, I sure. said,
0: fuck yeah, I want a title match.
2: And I was like, okay, uh, you guys are going against Alex and Mike. Good But it's
0: fine. I got Alex because
2: he's a jackass. I got, I got Mike because he's. But here's one question I want you to remember. Uh huh. The one question I was asked what before question? 20 okay. Kid and SP3 the won point? the belts what are
3: Can question?
2: I be the crow Who? You. That was you.
0: Oh, for me? Yeah, yep. that is true. Okay, okay, okay. You're
2: two major boats. If you've ever won in your life, you use my guy. Your I did, title I did. And my tag team titles.
0: <laughs> you want to know why? Because at that point, my character was not established as the White Dragon. Because Dragon was being named throughout the whole... Our stand-up when it comes to that. You had Alex's Dragon, the one... You had then all of a sudden they created the red, the blue, the black, the blah 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 blah. blah. The
2: other dragons.
0: Thank you. The green, the yellow, green, the yellow the all her... that
2: stuff. One of them were yours, because you were using the dragons, but you kept losing.
0: Exactly. So I wanted to create my own but after I did the crow. Now when I decided to sit there and say, Can I use the crow? When I used the crow and I thank you for the format was I used white Dragon I used that as Okay, I'm gonna make my own character. That was my thesis and my thought process of how am I gonna make my own character?
2: and you know what funny part is What I heard the most thing I heard when I was in the room like mm-hmm. when I was in the room while listening to you guys play again mm-hmm. The loudest scream I heard was my fan my famous fin- like the move I created my guy the payback. I heard that loud and clear when I heard it and then I heard five-star and I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 you have the five game. star yeah. at the fucking payment <laughs> and It's funny because Okay from what? G-Money, G-Money was watching the match G-Money was like you just missed a heck of a match I was like really He's like dude Okay he's like so the match goes off They're all going at it Then he's like all of a sudden near the end All of a sudden Tony of the kids starts making a comeback I was like okay cool Mm-hmm. SG three is making a comeback. Mm-hmm. SG three spears Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony the kid throws Mike out of the ring. Yeah, uh, yes I do because I
0: knew if he was out, it's timetable to get back in. Yeah.
2: So then, Money is like, so now uh, Alex gets up and then Tony the kid hits him with the payback. Mm-hmm. That's why I heard payback. And he's like, and then SG three went up the top ropes and did uh, the mouse no. splash. Now before you go, continue on with that.
0: The, what moved to set up the payback was the swa kick. Now, oh. now, exactly how it was said, the swaw kick, was exactly how it was said throughout the time frame when it was competing, was the swa kick. And as soon as I landed the swah, kick, <laughs> I, landed, <laughs> I landed the payback. And as soon as I landed the payback, that's what set up the five-star frog splash. And as soon as I say payback, SG-3 knew, not, I didn't even have to tell SG-3, go for the frog splash. SG-3 was like, I got you, man, I got you, I'm going, for up. I'm going up, going up, going up, going up. As soon as he goes up, five star. Done and over with.
3: No, no It wasn't necessarily
0: but- of a setup. It was only of me stating and him already being mentally in tune with what I meant. But was, You know
2: what makes me laugh more? Is that J Money said Mike could have saved it, but he got payback also. Mm-hmm. So you hear one, two, payback three.
0: That's true because Mike was so in tune of pressing the square button, which the square button was the reverse of anything and everything that was in the goddamn game of SmackDown. In the good and, days. And this, and for the sense of okay, you did hit the square, you reversed whatever I did, but you weren't quick enough to get. The payback not done on you. That's all I gotta say. So
2: yeah, and that's why I was like, and then they kept challenging you guys, and it was the same three fucking times.
0: They challenged us three times uh, in a row, three times in a row, back to freaking back. And And the funny
2: thing is, that I watched one of them, and I saw the same finish that Ernie talked about. It was the same always scenario. The The swalk kick. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Come back. Same style, same style.
2: The what? The swall.
1: <laughs> uh, and the uh,
0: and 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 the payback, and all of a sudden the five star, and it was just like and the five star was silent because no matter what, as soon as I said, oh the oh the payback the payback, all of a sudden you see a
2: guy come jumping off the rope, five star pin done, and that's the thing I was I was like damn, <laughs> it reminds me of when I was like I created my guy, and I used to do the education. Mm-hmm, and then actually with the the fight star, That was always like the setup we had. Yeah,
0: so Um, I was like but I understand you guys weren't as great as us, but that's
2: okay No, like,
1: like, we hold on. Wait a minute. I, I'm I'm gonna be the first one to tell you this brother We had the opportunity to be great. We had the opportunity to be probably the number one tag team you and I may not have never existed however, though
2: hmm glory however
1: <laughs> There was a moment in time where mm-hmm. Uncle Tony decided to get into the ear of the glory hog over here, where he says, "Hey John, I noticed the fact that as you do over here, it takes all the uh, it takes all the pins, he's all the glory from you. So uh, makes you look kind of bad, makes you look like you're you're under him, makes him look like he's better. Oh, he so it was Mike, Uncle Tony versus me and John. John got the execution, I got the five star. It was over. John." kicks Uncle Tony
2: out. Wow, I knew that. I wanted the glory afterwards. I was just... And then what happens the moment he kicks him out? Uncle Tony takes me out. He
1: turns around, beats the limit, just smacks John around like a ragdoll, and then he
2: wins the game. Mm -hmm. So, that's why. I think for me, my best partner, I've had several. I teamed up with you. I won belts with you. I won belts with SG3. That is true. But the one that I've always felt that I was more connected with, even though I seemed like he, me and Alex had a winning streak. Yeah, for yeah, for a good while. Yes, I, I picked out Hulk Hogan and I hit him with a big boot and then we lost <laughs> Salito and, and Mike. Well,
0: that's because we were going off of not creation. Yeah. Not creation characters. Yes. My
1: favorite part though, dude. My favorite part though so if you ever get Uncle, Uncle Director Whisper RJ with Hulk Hogan...
0: Oh, my God. That was funny and hilarious. He
1: always forgets everything. He just yeah. does Hulk Hogan, boy. He's like, oh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then that one time. And, and and like, when you going. hit
0: that Hulk Hogan, like, freaking build up, that, no like I agree. You, that is you so epic. Dude,
1: that, that's your weakness. That's your kryptonite. And it is.
0: Fire. Because he wants to do it so bad. And he's like, he does it. And he's like,
1: oh, he's going for it. He's
2: going for it. And all of a sudden, payback. <laughs> he's out.
0: He's out. He's done with. That's, barely,
2: that's why when I created The Crow, I hate to interrupt you. So when I created the crow, mm-hmm. I started thinking, you know, I had trial and error. I lost a few matches.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It wasn't until I gave them that, like, spinning arm clothesline. Yeah, I started calling it the crow's liner.
0: Yeah. I remember
2: but that, Jesus
0: name
2: but that was way before. before. No, I, like I, didn't,
0: I never used that during our time frame. And it, I used that afterwards. But, yeah, that, I remember took them out.
2: That's the move I actually used to create the payback. Mm-hmm. I was doing crow's line, crow's line. I'd toss the guy to the corner and do the point to him. Yeah. He would always, no matter who it was, would run to me. I would kick him, do my payback finisher, pin him.
0: I remember you did that to Alex. That's where And no lie, and no lie, I think Alex was so mad because he couldn't reverse the payback.
2: No, he was so mad because he went for his frog splash and his guy overthrew it.
3: Mm, okay.
0: So he
2: goes for a frog splash. He misses. His guy... Balls like halfway over the other side of the ring. Yeah. He's like, that's BS. So he gets up. When he gets up, I crows him. I crows him again. I'm just like, oh, crows line, curls line. So now I'm hyping this thing up. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's like, oh, snap, John, you're going to do your finisher. So I toss him to the corner. I do the stare. Yeah. And I say I have a different finish, but I changed it to the payback. Mm-hmm. So I toss Alex to the corner. And by the rules... I already had fit, hit my finisher, but I missed my pin. The rules on the match that me and Alex had were, you have to hit your finish and pin.
0: Yeah.
2: I hit my finish, but I pinned him and kicked out. Yeah. He hit his, but he missed. Yeah. So now, in my mind, I toss him in the corner. He comes running at me. And I realize I don't have a special.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When he lands at me, I kick him. And it's like seconds I'm just thinking, What the hell do I do? What the hell do I do? Mm-hmm. So I just grab him and I'm just like boom Payback. Which is a complete shot in the WA games or the downward spiral. if you look
0: for it, right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
2: So I pinned the guy. Mm-hmm. I pinned Alex and I win the belt from him when he was undefeated with the one for such a long time. That's why he got mad because in his mind he overshot the finish.
0: Yeah.
2: But yeah. So I create these moves, um, and I gave, and I get on that Hulk Hogan feel, you know, like to come back and win it all. Right. But yeah, that became the that became build my up. standard like build up, and yeah. then you started doing it, and I've had other people use it. But yeah, that was a, that was a one time I thought of like how crazy it was to create a tag team, and then you guys helped me beat Mike in a one on one match.
3: That's
0: true. Actually, was
1: funny. we were talking about becoming the APA because everyone just kept coming to us for help.
0: That is true. That's
1: facts. We're also the only tag team in our reject will history, or whatever you want to call it, to get called always for help. We're a tag team. It was always, hey guys, can you help me out with the tag team? Hey guys, can you help me out with the tag team? Hey guys, can you help me out with the tag team? And yeah, we go. And for I it. started talking to him, and I was like, hey dude, maybe we should start running a business here. We start charging people five bucks a pop, excuse me, ten bucks a pop, just to come and uh, just to come and call us we, we go away and
0: them. take care of business.
1: And then watch, and then just charge, charge, just charging ten bucks for every single time they come and ask us for help. Because man, we keep getting requests. Yeah. Right, the next one that comes up is, hey guys, talk. <laughs>
0: I, I, need, Texas, I,
1: and... need to win. I need to win. I, I, I
0: need to win. All right, reject fans. Now I know we kind of kind of chimed in a little bit on the, the reject past, as far as what created the SG3 and Tony the Kid Dynamic. greatness. Greatness. No, no, let that matter. Greatness. I want to say greatness. I know he hasn't. I know SG3 has not said nothing, but it's greatness. Yes, it is. No lie. Just, it's greatness. Just, Regardless, of, at the end of the day, it's greatness. Now. Uh, we were talking about Stone Cold, of course We were celebrating his uh, His anniversary, 316 Of course, I think 20 years, if I'm not mistaken Of what it's been built,
1: yeah, built Based so. off of him. Now, One iconic phrase
0: Right, definitely, exactly One iconic phrase of 316 I will kick, whoop your ass mm-hmm. Right, so That is the that is actual phrase Now Main question is now, we like to do these fantasy matches when it comes to wrestlers. Was there a wrestler you wished Stone Cold would have faced in his actual WWE era? Now, I know WWF kind of tamps in this connection wise, but WWE era.
2: Can it be anyone like that, never faced like in every other company that could come over? No. And be, it has to inside. be
0: within WWE because as far as what... What he's going to say is
1: don't bring in don't bring Kenny Omega.
0: Don't, yeah, exactly. Don't bring mm. in New Japan wrestlers. Don't bring in WCW wrestlers. Whatever was in WWF, I'm going to say F because that's what a label was. And that standpoint in the era that he was in because if I'm not mistaken, he was not in WWE. He left well, after.
1: It wasn't WWE.
0: He was. Yeah. Okay. So WWE then. So then I think that at that point was what John Cena, Batista, all <laughs> all those other little
2: guys popped up
0: Right. Um, in that era, who do you think he should have wrestled? Which one do you think he should have wrestled? Third RJ. Damn, man,
2: when I want to add to dream matches. I had so many. I had. Uh... Mm-hmm. But now with that era, I got to change it. But. If I may just add like two things real quick. Fine. All right. So quickly I had a dream match of uh, Macho Man against Austin Mm-hmm. They never thought it would have been cool to see them especially Macho Man being the WCW version, okay. which is more like crazier Austin style. Mm-hmm. The other one would have been WrestleMania 16. These guys didn't have an opponent at all because they weren't on the card Mm-hmm Taker and Austin hmm It would have been cool to have uh, Austin on Taker's um, List of streak. Okay. Now, okay, now we're going to go into wrestlers that Austin should have faced but didn't. DDP. Hmm. Like, if it. they would have built DDP the right way in WCW when he came in, and WWE when he came in, mm-hmm. it would have been cool to see Austin and DDP go at it with that same attitude that DDP had in WCW. That same mentality, the fight style all like, that. These I two would have raised hack all over that ring. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right,
1: so who's next? Yeah, she's three. All right, cool. I'll go next. Ric Flair. Mmm. Prime Ric Flair, though, when he was in WWE, Ric Flair. Okay. When he was, you know, he was uh, the man that was talking, the man that was walking. That Ric Flair. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would have won to face against Austin. Wow. Okay. And you know what? Let me just introduce you. Tony the Kid. Who you got? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, first, before I start my, my idea, SG3, I would like to actually appreciate that one, because that would be very interesting to see what Ric Flair, however, brought to the table against on cold.
2: in Cold. In his
0: prime, in his prime. Oh. I, I'm going
2: to leave it as commentary. The promos, imagine the promos of it. Especially if we're talking about if we're that's what I was trying to say, like when yeah. I when I asked you we were okay with going back in the old school That's fine Prime Wrestler. Okay. If we're looking at Rick Flair, it would have been Flair with the four horsemen. That's what
1: I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, against that Stone Cold.
2: That Flair, that's the one I'm talking Imagine about. Imagine now you have Austin having to go against the enforcer, sure, arnold Anderson um, Now which Stone Cold though, which had been the three sixteen
0: beginning era Stone Cold, or would it have been the Stone Cold before
2: the what era? Before the what era? So I would have like to Spartan. say the best Austin version would have been either between fifteen and seventeen. All nah. right, fifteen. I think seventeen is the one that sunk everybody. Fifteen nah. is the one that showed up with the beer thing.
1: Actually, if you think about it, dude, that was actually right after fourteen. Right after he beat Michael so this when he really started just got his pop.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it was on the way to fifteen. Unfortunately, so yeah. I think that would have been the best one against the
0: Ric Flair of uh, four hours. Yeah, gotcha.
2: Imagine that, dude. No lie, it would have been
0: fucking phenomenal. Would it come to commentary and would it come to promo promo standard perspective?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. I still think, and for a world title, because Ric Flair was really, really strong on keeping the belt on himself.
0: And then so at that point, wanting to world title? Yeah.
2: And in those days, if we would have put the 70s, 80s, Austin Austin's character would have still worked any time. That's true. So, yeah.
0: Let's go, or it fits in, regardless of error. Yeah. If you give Same them so. the actual time frame and the proper setup, fits in. and anyway.
2: works completely around it.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. So, yeah. Your turn. Okay. I'll introduce you. I thought SG3 did a while ago, but we'll go oh, back to you again.
3: Me?
0: Oh, yeah, he
2: did. He was like, all ahead. right, let me introduce you to me, the kid. So your turn now. To your kid. Who would your dream scenario be? What match?
0: Wow. My dream scenario would have been. Well, we all know that we've been celebrating. Or WWE has been celebrating. 19 years of The Rock versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hmm. What would have been. You would have celebrated 19 years of. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. The imag- imagine the difference between the names, the label, the promos, the introduction to that perspective of a match.
2: And the weird part is that most of those promos, you ever realize that when Austin was fighting Scott Hall, mm-hmm. he was still having like a small program with Hogan in that moment mm-hmm. where he would like tie Hogan up somewhere and start beating up Hall anywhere. Mm-hmm. Imagine that was changed. He's going after Hogan. Hogan's walking out of the building, escaping Austin all the time. Austin wants Hogan, and he won't be able to get to him until WrestleMania 18. And Beautiful. if you
0: look at technically how Hulk Hogan was, he uh, he wasn't really the flash wrestler. Mm. He wasn't really the power wrestler. He was a wrestler at that standpoint. He was more of a tangle up, throw you down, gets ropes, do more of a pound, punching type of standard. Suplex, mm, throw you outside the ring, all that type of stuff forever. everyone. not? Stone Cold, in his time frame, because of his injury, still, because he wasn't really fully recovered, would have been the bread and butter. Because he would have been gladly been able to, to be thrown out. He would have gave you a very somewhat technical type of match inside the ring. But yet, he would have also been more of an ass-beating type of standard. Against Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hollow Hulk Hogan is a WCW icon. And at that point when NWO invaded WWE, it was uh, a phenomenon. And the fact that NWO was such somewhat of a great entity, you would have had your best WWE wrestler, which was at that point Stone Cold, Going against this company, as well as this uh, Icon Standard, would have been phenomenal for TV standards. So, that would have been my main uh, fantasy match. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood, I'm going to put it in perspective. Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin of the WWF era. Not the E era, but the F era. Just because of what he brought to the table, so I'll leave it at that.
2: That's your
1: well, I already mine. I said, No, I mean, uh, you want to
2: chime in on the Austin Hogan? If, I, if
1: I was, well, I mean, at this point, man, we always wanted a match like that. But honestly, though, know, I see you where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I want to do though a kind of if I was to give that kind of match for me personally, I would have done a <coughs> Hogan Warrior. But both of them are good guys. You don't have a bad guy. You don't have a, a heel. It's just face versus face. One fan's going to be cheering Hogan. One fan's going to be cheering Austin. And at the uh, end, you need to get that pop and whoever wins wins. But I don't think anyone would have been like upset.
0: Yes. I, w- you know, I, w- I would agree with you on that one, 3 But I also would have put it as if you would have gave us the Stone Cold that face, The Rock... At WrestleMania eight nineteen,
2: right? Yeah. So I think yeah, no matter what, this match could have been exactly what Undertaker and a Sting was—a mm-hmm. dream match that just never happened. Yep. With True. different scenarios.
0: with that? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, as far as ending the show, appreciate you guys for sure on my end. Uh I'm not normally the end of the show type of skit, so I'm gonna say my two piece before SG3. I know Dre ends the show. Thank y'all for joining in. The Please look at that for sure. Because we upload every type of um show that we do on there and it's on the on there whatsoever. Before it hits YouTube, before his Instagram, before it hits Twitter. Twitter. I
1: don't Snapchat. Know. It doesn't hit Snapchat because... Again, or
3: TikTok.
1: Hmm. But it's going to start hitting Snapchat. Well, I'm TikTok,
0: gonna... we're still working on that. We're yeah. practicing on that, but we got live actions. So, if y'all ever get a chance to look at Twitch, look at Reject Rundown, Reject Game Night. Yeah, Reject Game Night. Reject Game Night. Regardless of number, because we do number three, I think we're number five already.
2: I don't even know what number we are. Number five. I can't find the videos at all. Like, if you, yeah. you don't save them. No, I don't. Right. I'm look at, guy that. Guy I'm gonna to
0: look at that. I'm look at that. I'm look at that before we go further. Right. I'm gonna look at that okay. for sure. Uh three. Final
1: words. Thank you to everybody who keeps listening to us, who's liked us, who, who has, uh, who's basically followed us. Keep the keep the likes coming. Keep the keep the growth coming. We appreciate you all very very much. Uh, keep the love coming. We appreciate it one more time very very much. Thank you from the bottom of all our hearts. We'll be getting more active on Snapchat, especially tomorrow with the uh, with the Fighting Atlanta game, along with the uh, with the pay per view coming along. So definitely gonna be on there tomorrow. And just want to say thank you and love y'all. And then at this point, take it away, director, lisper, producer, RJ.
2: Alright, so everybody, thank you for listening to our show. Uh, this is just me being just me. Because it's just us rejects. There's no Johnny character at all. Just relax. But I do want to tell you one thing. Reject 316 means we just criticize your ass. <laughs> I like that.
0: I like that, actually.
2: Alright, so once again, everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of Just As Rejects, the Fastlane episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have more coming up next week and the following week after that, but... Please stay tuned if you want to talk to us. Instagram, Tony the Kid always replies. I reply whenever I can. SG3 is on Snapchat. We're gonna to try to get SG3 on Facebook to reply too if you ever comment over there. So yeah, we got it going on for y'all, okay? Y'all have a good night. As always, good talk, rejects. Peace. Peace.